This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. We're not living the American dream. Don't believe that we do. Instead, we're in the grips of a financial nightmare. We the people have become the new permanent underclass in America. We get taxed on how much we earn, taxed on what we eat, taxed on what we buy, taxed on where we go, taxed on what we drive, and taxed on how much is left of our assets when we die. And yet, we have no real say in how the government runs or how our taxpayer funds are used. Case in point. Lawmakers across the country have been acting as fronts for corporations, sponsoring more than 10,000 model laws written by corporations, industry groups, and think tanks such as the American Legislative Exchange Council. Make no mistake, this is fascism disguised as legislative expediency. As a recent investigative report by USA Today, the Arizona Republic and the Center for Public Integrity points out these copycat bills have been used to override the will of local voters and advance the agendas of the corporate state. Disguised as the work of lawmakers, these so-called model bills get copied in one state capital after another, quietly advancing the agenda of the people who write them. In this way, laws that promise to protect the public actually bolster the corporate bottom line which is money. For example, the Abestus Transparency Act didn't help people exposed to Abestus. It was written by corporations who wanted to make it harder for victims to recoup money. The HOPE Act, introduced in nine states, was written by a conservative advocacy group to make it more difficult for people to get food stamps. Talk about Orwellian. So we have no real say in how the government runs or how our taxpayer funds are used, but that doesn't prevent the government from fleecing us at every turn. We're being forced to pay for endless wars that do more to fund the military-industrial complex than protect us, for misguided port barrel projects that do little to enhance our lives, and for the trappings of a police state that serves only to imprison us within its walls. All while the government continues to do whatever it likes, levy taxes, rack up massive debt, spend outrageously and irresponsibly, with little thought for the plight of its citizens, we the people. If Americans managed their personal finances the way the government mismanaged the nation's finances, we'd all be in debtor's prison by now. Still, the government remains unrepentant, unfazed, and undeterred in its money grabs. Because the government's voracious appetite for money, power, and control has grown out of control, its agents have devised other means of funding its excesses and adding to its largesse through taxes disguised as fines, taxes disguised as fees, and taxes disguised as tolls, tickets, and penalties. With every new tax, fine, fee, and law adopted by our so-called representatives, the yoke around the neck of the average American seems to tighten just a little bit more. We are now ruled by a government consumed with squeezing every last penny out of the population and seemingly unconcerned if essential freedoms are trampled in the process. This isn't freedom, folks. Unfortunately, somewhere over the course of the past 240 years, a government erected to protect freedom has given way to kleptocracy, a government ruled by thieves, and representative government has been rejected in favor of a cacastrophe, 
a government run by the most unprincipled citizens that panders to the worst vices in our nature, greed, violence, hatred, prejudice, and war, ruled by career politicians, corporations, and thieves, individuals and entities with little regard for the rights of we the people. The American kleptocracy continues to suck the American people down a rabbit hole into a parallel universe in which the Constitution is meaningless, the government is all-powerful, and the citizenry is powerless to defend itself against government agents who steal, spy, lie, plunder, kill, abuse, and generally inflict mayhem and sow madness on everyone and everything in their sight. We are now the subjects of a militarized corporate empire in which the vast majority of the citizenry work their hands to the bone for the benefit of a privileged few. Adding injury to the ongoing insult of having our tax dollars misused and our so-called representatives bought and paid for by the money to elite, the government then turns around and uses the money we earn with our blood, sweat, and tears to target, imprison, and entrap us. All of those nefarious government deeds that you read about in the paper every day, those are your tax dollars at work. So what are you going to do about it? There was a time in our history when our forebearers said enough is enough, and they stopped paying their taxes to what they considered an illegitimate government. They stood their ground and refused to support a system that was slowly choking out any attempts of self-governance, and which refused to be held accountable for the crimes it commits against the people. Their resistance sowed the seeds for the revolution that would follow. Unfortunately, in the 200-plus years since we established our government, we've let bankers, turncoats, and number-crunching bureaucrats muddy the waters and pilfer the accounts to such an extent that we're back where we started. But what if we just didn't pull out our pocketbooks and pony up to the federal government's outrageous demands for more money? What if we didn't just line up to drop our hard-earned dollars into the collection bucket, no questions asked about how it would be spent? What if, instead of quietly sending in our tax checks, hoping vainly for some meager return, we did a little calculating of our own and started deducting from our taxes those programs that we refused to support? As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on American People, if we don't have the right to decide what happens to our hard-earned cash, then we don't have very many rights at all, maybe no freedoms at all. After all, the government isn't taking our money to make our lives better. We're being robbed blind so the governmental elite can get richer. This is nothing less than financial tyranny. As George Harrison writes in his song, Tax Man, if you drive a car... I'll tax the street. If you try to sit, I'll tax your seat. If you get too cold, I'll tax the heat. If you take a walk, I'll tax your feet. Don't ask me what I want it for if you don't want to pay some more because I'm the tax man. Yeah, I'm the tax man and you're working for no one but me. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation 
to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.